Welcome back to Judging Book Covers Podcast, your bi-weekly book club podcast where we are going through 2021's... Nope, let me try that again. Where we are going through Book Riot's Read Harder 2021 Challenge. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, I'm Megan Griffin. And as always, I am joined by my amazingly patient co-host, <laughs> Stephanie Cortez. <laughs> How are you doing, Stephanie? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am excellent. Thank you. <sighs> this week, we are joined by Stephanie's sister, Tori. Hi, Tori. Why, hello. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I hope yeah, this book was a little back. bit more fun than The Magicians. Oh, it was so much better than The Magicians. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I actually I talked about that show this week. Someone was trying to convince someone else to watch it, and I don't remember who. And I was just show like, is still the great. Book, first. book, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we get into what we read this week, let's talk about what we read between. Um, Stephanie, I know that yeah. you started Layer of Dreams, I and did. you also started Mexican Gothic. Yeah, I uh, kind of stalled out on Layer of Dreams. It's a little hard since I don't have the dog to walk anymore. It's hard for me to like remember to put an audiobook on. Um, so I did finish Mexican Gothic, though, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, made me want to watch Crimson Peak, for sure. Yes. Oh, men Which suck. I think just came back to Netflix. Yes. Or, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, but yeah, really enjoy. I feel like you read it. Um, yes. Last year, I yes. think. Um, but yeah, no, really enjoyable. There were a couple parts where I was like, this feels like it's dragging, but like, I, I was it is, sent, yeah. it is a slow burn, but, yeah. but um, I enjoyed it. Like, good. The descriptions of the, this crazy house. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and her outfits, <laughs> Noemi's outfits was good. Yes. I am excited to see, I, I know she's got a Mexican vampire story coming out. Mm-hmm. That might be a reprint now that like I was reading something. She's got like, three reprints coming out and then a new book. So I am definitely, my friend uh, Mari is reading it too. And she's like, she knows nothing about it and was like, I feel like the uh, owners of the house are werewolves or vampires or something. And I was like, not Mm -mm. quite. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not quite. But you're right. There there is, there is something mystical going on. Yeah. There is some shit going on. Um, yeah. Stephanie dug out what you said you were going to read last episode, I Tori. Did. <laughs> and I also listened to some of our dislike of the magicians when trying to find it. <laughs> um, uh, you had mentioned the Harriet script for the 2019 film and then maybe Loki, Agent of Asgard, the comics. <laughs> did you read those? Do you remember? <laughs> oh, um, I'm trying to think. Did, did I read them? Uh, it's been a minute because I don't read until I come onto the show. There you go. That's fair. Like. <laughs> but okay. um, yeah, I don't think I read either. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You know, I that started happens. Loki and then I just didn't finish because I end up reading. Uh, I I end up reading a script and then and then I just haven't come back to novels yet. Maybe I don't. I don't know. At some point. <laughs> Uh, well, they're there waiting for you if you want to go back to them or go back to the comic, you know. Eventually. Yes. Eventually yeah. I'll get to those. But uh, Try Mexican Gothic. It's in your library It now. is in our... It's, it's sitting in our library. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It was meant it to is. be a decor book, but maybe I'll actually read right. it. All my books are decor books at this point. Oh my God. <laughs> I have plenty of those, unfortunately. <laughs> I got to stop buying books. Oh, book of the month is making it hard. And that, like, there was a month where I ordered three books and my shipment didn't come. This was the December, of course, the December shipment. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me a replacement. And then, like, a few days later, I got the original shipment. Oh, so right. I asked. I asked Tori if they wanted them, so that's how Mexican Gothic, and I think Home After Dark, and I don't remember what the other one is, are now also in their library. Yes. <laughs> yep. I enjoyed both of those. They're very good. Yeah. I'm excited for um, Home After Dark. So. Yeah. yeah. And Megan, I think you said you were going to read Arsenic and Adobo? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it is. It's been in my bag. So mm-hmm. I, I did have treatment in between mm. episodes. And I can't focus on anything at all during that time. Uh, So (laughs) I did, I finished the fourth Diviners book. I don't remember if I did that before or after last episode. And then did the audiobook for uh, You Love Me, which is the third in the You series. um, Which I highly recommend because it's the guy from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Greg. (gasps) Um, he does the audiobooks, and I just original love his voice. Greg. Yes, original Greg, uh, and I love his voice. Uh, it's very, very creepy. I watched Frozen the other day and was like, "Greg, I miss you." <laughs> I do too. He needs well, to be in more things. I know he's so good. Oh, did you read any of the Buffy comics? I feel like you mentioned that too. No, I have. Um, I organized them and finally put them on the shelf, and they have not come back off. Yeah, um, they're waiting for you. Yes, I know that, like, that's one that I'm, like, once I sit down and start it, I'm going to end up reading, like, all seven volumes. And I'm just not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> and also part of me is, like, I got to find the second volume of Angel and Spike before I do this. Ah. So I don't know. I don't know. But I, I did get a weird book. Oh, it'll end up on my list eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. But for this week, we read a middle grade horror book, um, mystery and horror. I feel like those go hand in hand. Oh, um, yeah. Especially for this one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we did Small Spaces by Catherine Arden, which is the first in a series, because apparently I'm very bad at telling people that. <laughs> uh, it'll be four books once it's finished and one for each season. Oh, so. wow. That's exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the second one is out. It is called Dead Voices, I believe. Yes, it is because I just bought it. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yep. It is a winter in Vermont, so you can get yep. that nice cold feeling. And then the third one is, I think, Dark Waters, and it'll be out in August. Mm-hmm. So, yep. no idea about the fourth one yet. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? I thought I really enjoyed this. Um, I. I when I, I, I started reading it, I was like, wait, 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 let me stop. And I <laughs> went and I looked up an atmospheric rain playlist oh and my I God. put Ooh. it on and then I lit a candle and then I kept nice. reading and it was so this. nice. It was such a pleasurable nice. atmospheric mm-hmm. experience and I was transported. I was just transported <laughs> to Vermont in the fall and it yes. was awesome <laughs> i love that you did that i'm very mad at myself for not thinking of doing that because i also felt 
transfer. I felt like I could feel like the chill of the fall oh, air. Yeah. And yeah. like I've said this many times that fall is my favorite season. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. not wanting to skip over summer because now that I'm vaccinated, like I can actually do some things right. that I'm comfortable with. Right. But I'm also just like, oh, give me hoodie weather. <laughs> you know, right. give yes. me my apple cider. Yes. Um, my pumpkin fields. Yeah. But like this was it was I loved this so much, like feeling the fall, feeling the grief that Ollie is going through, feeling mm-hmm. like the like creepy ass terror. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was just I um I said this was giving me some Fear Street vibes, but without the like phony fake out. And she turned the corner and looked in surprise chapter yes. endings that we get every <laughs> chapter, um, which I love that this didn't like not that Fear Street had to rely on it. It seemed like it was just part of the formula. Yeah. This one was like, we're not doing that. Shit's scary, yes. and it's scary in the middle, and all through the chapters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time I read this book was in the fall. Perfect. And I remember getting home, like, sitting down on my couch reading and being like, my apartment is actually maybe a little too dark for yes. these scarecrows. I'm yes. going to put this down for later. Yes! <laughs> Oh, when we got to, like, the creep, well, I mean, off the bat, when Ollie runs into, is it Linda Webster, mm-hmm. um, with the book. I was yes. like, well, she seems like, she's, like, all going off the, I don't know. So it's, it's going to be creepy, because she starts screaming about, you know, stay out of large places, look for small, and she starts laughing insane, like, maniacally. Uh-huh. So I was just like, we are in for it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I feel this one pairs with... The diviners, well, because um, the smiling man, the bad guy in this book, is an evil that's kind of older than mm-hmm. time, almost. Maybe yep. at least older than our country. And um, you make bargains with him, mm-hmm. which is a very bad guy thing to do. Is yes. you know, you get tricked by the bargains that you make. Right. Um, so like I did the smiling man. That's yeah. a creepy name. <laughs> um, I did forget that she saves this book in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's it's called Small Spaces is because this book and Linda are both like, do not be in open spaces where there can be lots of people around. You have mm-hmm. to at night be in these small spaces. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, oh, I forgot all about this. I'm glad I decided to quickly reread it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also loved that we had the book within a book. Um, yes. Yeah, I like that. That. To... that reminded me of like of like books as a kid. Like I don't yeah. know. That's a, something that I, I feel like uh, I remember seeing in a lot of like younger adult kind of fiction. And I was like, oh, yeah, like it's... the diary of someone, or yeah, the diary from of somebody, someone, or just something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Add to my list of like never catching on fire. And then never falling into quicksand of things that, like, as a kid, I thought would happen. You know, you learn to stop, drop, and roll so much. And, like, yep. quicksand was a very 90s thing. But also, never stumbled across someone's diary. I know. Oh, like, Where are all the diaries? Where are all the diaries? I mean, did you keep a diary? Because I know I was not the most consistent. I have them still, I, and I really should just get rid of them. Because, now I feel bad. Yeah, like, I'm letting I'm letting the world down. Like, <laughs> right. some, some child out there wants to discover my diary, and I... <laughs> I don't have one. I'm letting them down. Oh, they can find our live journals. Oh, God. I didn't have one of those either. (laughs) Right. Oh, they can find my MySpace. I don't know where that is. I hope Justin Timberlake deleted all of my blogs off of that. 
Right. <laughs> Thanks, right. J- JT. Help me mm-hmm. out. Delete all those yep. blogs. <laughs> I tried to find my MySpace recently, actually. I don't remember my username for it, but... I remember my username, but I'm, like, yeah. afraid to look and see that it's still there. Right? <laughs> That's the fear. <laughs> I can see mine, but it's, like, it's private, and so I can't get into it because I have no idea what yeah. that password situation or even the right. email would be. Right. 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 The email. Because... What I was using in college is not what I have now. Exactly. And I doubt that I switched it over. I know it was like an AOL or AIM. I think mine was <laughs> really? an SBC.net or whatever, like my dad and stepmom had through there. Came wow. The internet provider. <laughs> really going back. <laughs> yep. I have, um, it's a question a day, five-year journal. So it asks the question at the top and then there's like five mm-hmm. spaces to do this for five years. And oh, I, yeah. I kind of want to start a new one because looking at some of the stuff of people mentioned in the past, I'm like, I could just burn this and get a new one. Um, so I might start Fair. a new one next year. But there was a question that was like, if you could trade places and, or, and be someone, like one person for one day, who would it be? And I was like, you know, I think I'd be Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos. And I'm making everything <laughs> fucking lefty unions for everybody pay raises that yes. no one can like bring down. <laughs> So someone finds that diary, they're like, oh, who are these people? Oh, this exactly. is why she wanted to do that. <laughs> my sister just visited from Montana and gave me and my mom and my grandmother this, like, the story of you. Because she was like, I don't know anything about you guys outside Ooh. of, you know, shared experiences. So I was like, that's yeah. pretty cool. We'll see if yeah. any of us actually do it. But Yeah. yeah. That could be cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's dive into this book. Um, we've got Ollie, who recently lost her mother, um, which has made her that weird kid at school, mm. which is kind mm. of, that sucks, but. It does. Um, I felt like that was like, it felt so real for how a sixth grader, like, would yeah. probably respond to something traumatic like that. No more chess club. No more softball mm-hmm. team. Right. And now I'm just withdrawing. I'm in my books, which I was like, I get that. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, I thought that felt very real, you know, not contrived at all. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought it felt very real and very, like, honest in a way where if I was reading this as a younger person, um, if I was Ollie's age, I would have really appreciated it because it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, tiptoe yes. around, around the grief yeah. or, or tiptoe around how Ollie's dealing with it. Yeah. And her that frustration a, yeah. with, like, sympathy face. Like, I, yeah. yes, I oh, yeah. would feel that so much as an adult, you know? Yes. <sighs> I also love her dad. Her dad is very not traditionally manly. Mm-hmm. He is all about the crafts. He is all about baking. Mm-hmm. He is all about, yes. he makes her wool socks. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I, m- makes the bread for her sandwiches. And yes. just, mm-hmm. like is dealing with this grief but is also very much like trying to stay normal for his daughter yeah, yeah. that is seems like a hard line to have to try to find but he, he's right. doing his best mm-hmm. um i also loved that her mom the, fl- the flashbacks that we get her mom is like that adventuring person the yeah. one who took her mushroom foraging and gave her some basic like you know survival tips of like all right you ever get lost don't panic assess mm-hmm. your basic needs like she's yep. You know, it, I yeah. love that. Very into adventuring. Is, she was a pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, I do love the basic, like, 
you know, reassessing it and everything. I was like, this is actually really good advice for like not panicking in a situation, like to absorb mm-hmm. as a child. <laughs> yes. Like I, I've pushed this book on several of my friends who have kids around the mm-hmm. same age to be like, you should give this a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like don't, don't let your kids grow up too quick. This is yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. But um, so she doesn't really have any friends by choice. It's not like like she very clearly at some point had friends. She's not always been socially awkward. Um, mm-hmm. But there is a new girl, Coco, who's very small and has pink hair and must be protected at all costs. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> she... Um, I love, so when we see the boys making fun of her, when she gets embarrassed because the teacher takes that drawing of Brian, like she cries. Mm-hmm. And when things like really start popping off and they're the three of them are in the woods and she's tripping over everything and they're just trying to help her stay freaking alive. <laughs> that, um, A, she saves the day towards the end. Like she saves their freaking yes. lives. And then B, Ollie has the realization that she doesn't cry because she's weak. She cries because she feels things. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, that's normal. Yes. Normalize the crying. Yeah. Like she could very easily be a damsel in distress. And yet. Mm -hmm. um, We have none of those. No, not at all. Like they (laughs) all bring something to the table and she's rock climbed her entire life. And um, she does trip less as she goes on. Yeah. She she gets gets better. (laughs) Exactly. She she doesn't complain. Like it's. Right. She gets all Uh, those splinters from climbing up in the barn to get the ladder. Doesn't mm-hmm. say a word, just gets the ladder down, gets them up. Yep. And Ollie's the one who's like, okay, we need that little med kit of yours, Brian. Yes. <laughs> and she walks around all day with those cold socks, the wet mm-hmm. socks, and like yes. her, her sad little canvas shoes. And she, she never complains about it. She thought she was going home at the end of the day. <laughs> no, Coco's no. like, I really didn't, not the right shoes. But she yes. just thinks it internally, I'm sure, doesn't complain. Right. <laughs> but I do like that all three of them uh, have things in their backpack that like, there's no way in sixth grade I would have had a first aid kit in my backpack. Like, no, I might have. Does. We would have been out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of crap in in a back, backpack, and it was crazy. In sixth grade, my locker was filled with random miscellaneous things. My backpack was filled with random miscellaneous things. I had band aids. I had like just random stuff. I don't know why. There- Okay. They're probably because there people were like, "You don't know middle school. You don't know." You, and I was like, "Well, That's true. I'll be prepared for anything." That is true. That is true. Yeah. the The third part of their new friendship is Brian, who is kind of introduced as like a traditional jock, not a smart kid, only about hockey, player. picking on Coco at the beginning, uh, and we find out he's more of a boy scout and really enjoys reading and Mm -hmm. kind of does it because he feels like he has to be one of the guys. Yeah. Cause it was, Uh, I mean, he wasn't helping the situation, but it was Phil, his best friend who was really making fun of Coco. Yes. Brian didn't stop it. And that's why he got hit in the back of the head with the rock by Ollie to defuse the situation. What's funny is, um, so I'm currently reading the third one and it opens with Brian and his parents and so I'm reading about how his mom is like wanting Ollie to get punished and being like oh yeah okay this makes sense <laughs> like, yeah she's still not a big Ollie fan by book three yeah so. <laughs> wait three or two three I thought so I have an advanced <gasps> I have an advanced copy of three 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. When you finish two, I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I um. So, I, I that's not surprising because when Ollie's dad is like, you know, the school called, and the way he yeah. described it was that Brian's mom felt like. Wait, was it? Yeah, I think it was him that said Brian's mom was making like yes. really upset about it and felt like Brian wasn't making a big. Actually, I think she called him, and that Brian basically wasn't taking it as seriously yeah. as the Brian's mom called like, oh, first. This woman's going to be upset with Ollie, although Ollie yeah. like saved your kid's life. So, All right. I mean, at the end, obviously, not yes. she threw a rock at him. Yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate that Ollie's dad isn't like you're grounded or like you're yeah. in super trouble, like. She was doing it because she was standing up for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ollie's but, dad. I know. <laughs> He's like, uh, how do I describe it? Like uh, a dad fantasy. It's what you want in a <laughs> yes. dad. It's like, yes. wow. Like, like I feel like uh, Gilmore Girls at the time was like, people were like, man, if Lorelai was my mom. And it's like, <laughs> and now we're seeing works with dads yeah. who are like, yes. oh, if only that was my dad. Yeah, bakes all the time. Oh my Nisha god! socks, you know, yes. <laughs> understanding. Cracks. Yep, I love, love it so much. Yeah, pack you a crazy army kind of lunch for for right. so many people in yep. the event that you're stranded in the woods and have to face right. off against paranormal entities, right. and you won't go hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh. You and your friends won't go hungry. Yep. <laughs> you just have to find water, and there's a creek. Yep. Done. So it all works out. Yep. Um. So the sixth grade is going on a field trip to a farm. And prior to that, so Ollie is, you know, riding her bike home, comes across a creek and sees this woman trying to throw a book in the creek. And part of me was like, I, I, I feel like I would have done the same thing in sixth grade. Be like, you can't destroy a book. Yeah. But also. <laughs> yep. Let the book get destroyed. It's okay. Yeah. But I, without the book, she wouldn't have had the knowledge of what was going on. True. Or. She probably might have had the other things, like the bus driver and the watch, but I think that having the book really helped her yeah. know she needed to take this seriously and get off that yeah. bus. Yeah, without that book, whew, it would have been yeah. rough going. But yeah. I think as a kid, I would have just watched this crazy woman throw it into the water, and then I would have just <laughs> waited for her to leave, and I would have, like, fished it out and been like, what's, what's, what's up? <laughs> what, what is yeah. this book? What, why, are we, why are we getting rid of this? It must be something good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how it's introduced as she's reading this book and then suddenly the farm and the background of that is she's like, these are similar stories. Yes. And she's like, no, it can't right. be. There's got to be other like Jonathan's <laughs> on a farm. And Caleb no. There's a bunch of brothers <laughs> on farms. Names. No. There's a set of brothers who wanted, wanted to marry the same young woman whose dad died when she was 18. Yeah. And I was like, Ollie, no, no, this is, this is that. And she's this like, is real. No, it can't be. <laughs> um, so was there ever a point that you suspected Seth? No. <laughs> I did not. I suspected that the scarecrow, because there were so many scarecrows, I was like, well, oh, the yeah. scarecrows are alive. And then when they, the teacher told the story of the schoolhouse fire and how everything with the kids inside, it burned up, but they didn't have any, no signs of bodies, no bones, no nothing. Right. I was like, okay, so the scarecrows are everyone who have ever disappeared at this farm. Yeah. Yes. So that's creepy AF. Like, <laughs> it's going to be so weird. Um, but I did not suspect I didn't suspect him either. I didn't even think about him. And then when he he shows up, I'm like, Seth. Like, I was disappointed. I said, Seth, 
I managed Beth, to not. What are you doing? <laughs> I managed to like not get glance down the page, and when she says you, I'm like, who's you? Who's left? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember being very shocked that yeah. it was Seth, and I but I appreciate like this smiling man is terrifying, but also very ordinary. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like it, yeah. Yeah. Like the creepy bus driver is creepy. Yes. And let's talk about Ollie having her smarts. She's immediately like, where's Mrs. What's her name? Like, where's the original bus yes. driver? Uh-huh. This dude's weird. Yep. <laughs> What's going on? Um, I just, I didn't think that we had met the smiling man. I just assumed. <laughs> yeah, I thought like, we had it. This, it was going to be like, this is what, it, but it makes sense that it would be someone we saw at least once. So I'm going to be on the lookout book too for anyone that we meet. <laughs> I did have a moment where I was like reading and then I was like, Seth, why is Seth, is Seth the smiling? Like even the second time around, like it took me a minute to be like, oh yeah, no, he's the bad guy. Watch out, Ollie. (laughs) Yep. Um, So yeah, they're just kind of checking out this farm, which I find funny because they even mentioned the book, like a a third of the class lives on farms. So it's like. This is not news. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what an exciting field trip, kids. Something right. yeah, that you exactly. see every day. <laughs> I also was like, this sounds like a cool New England school trip to do if not everyone lived on a farm. Yeah. But I was also just like, there need to be some more chaperones. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, I realized for the book's sake why there weren't, to just mm-hmm. make it easier that the one adult left. Right. Um, but I was just like, where, what? Where are some of the parent chaperones? Yeah. What's yeah, going but- on? <laughs> What school trip doesn't have parent chaperones? Yep. All right. I just texted my brother recently. He's going to be a senior. He's like, All right, will you be upset if I chaperone for your band practices? Like, if it's going to embarrass you, I'll stay away. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm finally of the age to chaperone, and it's a very ah, weird feeling. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I asked if I could chaperone his band trip to Hawaii. And they were like, yeah, it'll be $3,500. It's like, oh, damn it. (laughs) Never mind. I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. You don't even ask. You're just like, I'm doing this. And then you said the cost. Yeah, no. Did not have a spare $3,500 laying around. Um, But yeah, it is is very strange. And Ollie's dad seems like the kind of person who would totally be chaperone. Who would totally chaperone, yeah. Yeah. He'd have all sorts of extra snacks for all of the kids. Like every kid. Uh Oh, More snacks than they need. Scarecrow cookies. Oh, yeah. Oh, he that would be good. Mm-hmm. It'd be adorable. He'd have the whole it thing catered. Be. It would be awesome. Right. right. The kids wouldn't eat anything at the farm because they got full on the bus. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on the way in. <laughs> He'd Speaking be like, Coco, of... I have socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Coco would have been good. Right. would be nice and warm. You know? <laughs> uh, speaking of the food, um, Ollie has a watch that is her mother's old watch. And also is now how her dead mother communicates with her. Yeah. Yes. That, um, I was very worried that it was going to somehow be the smiling man. I was like, I mean, A, I think the kid could benefit from therapy in general because her mom died. But B, if this ends up being someone other than her mother and it's a fake out to trap her, therapy for every day for the rest of her life because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Thankfully, it wasn't that. Yeah. That would be too much. Just too much for a kid. Right. Yeah, but I would love a watch that like tells me to run when I'm in a dangerous situation right. or hide. Don't eat the food. And right. Yeah. How long until sundown? Until you yes. have to get into a small space. 
that because that's good to know because it's like it can kind of sneak up on you especially when yeah. you're like terrified mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and you know fall going to winter with those hours are getting less and less mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah she gets off the bus and starts getting away from it after they get stranded which Coco and Brian follow her because more to get her to come back to the bus rather than, you know, for the adventure. And then they hear the I feel the like Coco scream. was on board, though. I feel like Coco, uh, Coco was, was on always board on to board. leave. Oh, yeah. Because, yes. A, she saved, like, she defended her when Phil was making fun of her. Yes. Before. And then they there's that cute little moment when they get on the bus to go to the farm. And Ollie sees that she's looking at... I don't know if it was a chess magazine. She was looking at something related to chess, like a game. Yes. And Ollie says, do this, this, and then you'll have checkmate in five moves or something, like just automatically, because this kid's brilliant. Yep. And I love it. It, it did remind me <laughs> of, like, like part of me, when it's, like, Ollie's going to read this and be like, so this is you with Scrabble. Like, that was <laughs> all I could think about was Stephanie yep. and Scrabble. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, but they had that cute moment, and Ollie tries to, like, you know, sit with her at the lunch and tries to like talk to her about it. And yeah. it's not, or I'm sorry, Coco, Coco mm-hmm. tries. Um, but I feel like Coco was the one who was like, you know, I feel like we, maybe we could be friends. And then yes. the bus driver tells all of them that they best get moving. Mm-hmm. And Ollie's the well, only one to listen. Which is Coco's incredibly like, creepy. And these other children are just like, yes, it's just something no. bus drivers say. It's crazy. It's literally, you just, you don't, you <laughs> so, don't have to leave. Let's all pretend we're in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. We are at a farm. Our bus breaks down. Our teacher leaves, and we have a creepy ass bus driver we've never seen before telling us this, and that they're gonna come. For, they are gonna come for us when the sun goes down. Would you stay on the bus or would you leave? Because I'm like, ooh, woods, bugs. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Because I, I, right? I, I don't hate nature, but I kind of hate nature. So whew. you don't hate nature. <laughs> we grew up together. <laughs> I keep saying I keep saying I want to go camping. I, I I think I might have just lost it during quarantine and gone kind of like feral. And I'm like, I want to go camping. Turn like, feral. just get outdoors. Yeah. Uh, I went through an I want to go camping phase too, and then I it it never happened, and I'm like, mm, there, the there's a com- there's a commercial where it's like a mom and her kids are being very. Like, thank you, mom, for planning this wonderful camping trip. And the dad's like playing a flute or something in the background. And they're like, this will never happen. And like one kid is like, I'm not sleeping in this tent. And there's a little girl who's like windmilling her arms, screaming, there's bugs. I'm like, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what the commercial was for, but that little girl was like my heart. Yeah. I want to go glamping there. There That's the the accurate truth. Yeah. Well, like my dad and my stepmom used to go camping with their friends, um, some of my some of their friends and most of them had like kids my brother's ages so it was like this cool but like basically like the, the adults just sat around and like drank all weekend oh, and yeah. ate like cook obviously cooked food and i was like that could sell me but it was like a campground where there were bathrooms mm-hmm. and like yes. showers and yes. i'm like maybe <laughs> maybe but then I, I, went... I didn't do it and now i'm like no camping six years ago was the last time i went camping we did yellowstone and the grand tetons nice. oh wow that's legit camping. Yeah. To be fair, we did have a camper, so it was not still still legit. Outside, but yeah. it was without cell phone service, without Right. This is not glamping. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> this is real. One of the stops, maybe two of them, at least had like it was campgrounds, so there mm-hmm. were bathrooms. 
But yeah, it was. I, I I enjoyed it. We were actually talking about maybe doing something in the fall. Um, but sixth Sorry, grade, you can go with me. them. <laughs> yeah, <just along. laughs> sixth grade me. Like I remember yeah. who I rode the bus with in sixth grade. I don't think I would have been the first person off the bus, but if my friends if they had went. been, yeah, if someone had been like, "Let's do this," I definitely would have been like, "Okay, all right, we're doing yeah. this." I can see that. I think mm-hmm. if my friends were like, "This seems like a good idea," to be like, "All right." Plus, the but the bus driver is creepy. We have to remember yeah, that. he's bus real creepy. creepy. Yes, I think I would have stuck to the road though. I wouldn't have wanted yeah. to go into the woods. I would have yeah. stuck to the road and then still been captured by the right. Crows. Seen the like, scarecrows try yeah. to get away. Yep, I'd be like, ah. Still the like one the, the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I would be Ollie tripping over literally everything, yes. including the air in my own feet. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, I grew up in the city. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Went hiking this morning on, and not a serious hike or anything, but I put on my hiking boots because I roll my ankle constantly. Yeah. And so it just is kind of the way to protect it. And I did it again mm-hmm. today, and my friend was like, oh, okay, now I understand why you're in hiking yeah. boots. Yeah. I have hit a point where I'm like, I don't know yeah. if I can get off this trail now. Cool. So. <laughs> oh, no. Tori, you had echoes, right? I was going to ask you because you yeah. you said I'm from the city and that made me think, oh, but we did we, echoes. We had echoes. Do you remember what echoes stood for? Environment, probably. Probably environment. <laughs> community. Probably. No. I don't Environment, know. community, observation. No. Observation okay. might be... Mm. Basically, Echoes was a program where um, city kids went into our our forest, which is still in the city, but like, they just had us go into nature and showed us weird things like a bubblegum tree and... uh, Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Kind of how to use a compass and kind of how to start a fire. Yeah, build a lean-to. Environmental (laughs) Center for Our Schools is apparently what Echoes stands for. I found a few of these. Like, there's... One that stands for early childhood hands-on science. Oh, I guess that's more related to that. But there was another one. Environmental influences on child health outcomes. Oh. Interesting. This one's more the environmental education. I remember starting it in fourth grade. Yes. And we did we like do the fished. boat thing or the fishing? We would we fish in the for, like, lake. Bugs. Yeah, or like like <laughs> I don't know what skimmer. they were. They were yeah, or like a, we had net and uh, this one kid. He was very ambitious. He crawled on a log that was like over the little pond or whatever. Fell mm-hmm. in. <laughs> <laughs> we all laughed. Yeah, um, yeah. that was, was one year where it must have been fall because. Like, I feel like it got progressively more into the woods the older the kids got. You're not going to take some fourth graders <laughs> up into the woods, yeah. like into them. But I do remember this might have been like fifth, sixth grade, maybe. I remember they had like those like, I don't know, barge is not the right word, but it's like to get across the water. And it was maybe this wide, maybe a little oh, wider. No, no, no. And it had like the chain link fence around it. And you just mm-hmm. we walked, obviously, single file. Um, I think Scott might have been messing around and goofing off, but him and the the end result is him and Shelly fell in and were <laughs> covered in mud. And there was a picture on the walls at school of Scott looking like, yeah, you know, this happened. And Shelly looks pissed. <laughs> like if she could have killed him, she would have. <laughs> Just covered in mud. So you guys were like proper city kids. 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I feel like Echoes was the attempt to be like, get out, of, like get they, into, like, get into. They really it. tried because they also they tried did. to teach us winter survival. Which yeah, was, that was the lean tos and the fire. What is a lean to? What it what? I it leans. I don't know. It's oh, wood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it probably protects like it you like, from the elements. Yeah, like the and like you put like oh, the big branches. I remember on that it. now. Okay, yeah, I just yeah. don't remember the name, the term. I just remembered they said we could not bring stuff for s'mores. And I was like, well, what the fuck is the point of building a fire? Why then? couldn't you yes. bring stuff for s'mores? They did. I don't know. They didn't want us to. I remember bringing kielbasa. That was. I good. brought hot dogs, <laughs> and I also brought ribs. God, ribs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm both... like already made ribs. <laughs> yes. So yeah. my dad would make my lunches, and. Um, <laughs> He uh, would just throw in whatever, <laughs> like, we had, like, left over. So a lot of the time it would just be, like, leftover stuff we had for, from dinner. So uh, I guess mom had made ribs. And, uh, or granddaddy. Amazing. Yeah, or grand, probably granddaddy. I love ribs, yes. This loved was pre, them. before I was a vegetarian. I yeah. loved some ribs. Uh, wrapped them up in foil, and I just put those over the fire. <laughs> let them heat up. Other people with their sad ass hot dogs are going to eat some ribs. Oh, so my grandparents, (sighs) my grandfather still lives here. My grandmother is in the the suburbs now, but they had land on a mountain. So we would just run around. Like, my childhood was a lot of like, hey, be careful. Don't forget there are actually people hunting in these woods, please. That's scary. But, like, learned how to check for ticks very young. Ah. Learned how to fish fairly young. Used to know how to use a gun. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I consider myself a city kid now, but I'm like, yeah. no, I, 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 if I remember, yeah, I did actually have a fairly country childhood. Yeah. They tried. They tried to get us out there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, they did. Coco they could did. have, like, she could have used Echoes. She that could have used Echoes. It would have, yeah. Yes. Helped her find her footing and build her way up because it started in, like, fourth grade. So yeah. she would have had a couple Echoes under her belt before this sixth grade trip that just right. went to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they do have that in Vermont as well. Because I know that Catherine Arden currently lives in Vermont. I don't know if she was actually raised in Vermont. Hmm. Um. I went and saw her talk about this book when it when it came out. So that's how I learned. She lives nice. with roommates in Vermont. <laughs> nice. Um, but they do run. They hear the alarm as the back of the bus opens. Yep. And the screaming. And mm-hmm. I would have been is. like, "R.I.P. classmate." Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "They're all dead for now." You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my first. I was like. Because in Fear Street, kids died. Yeah. Yeah. Did they just kill the whole class except for these three? And I was like, no, this is like middle grade. Maybe not. Let's see. Because I don't know. (laughs) I do love that last episode. I was like, how many kids do you think died? And you're like, like 10. I did say 10. I did. And if they hadn't been able to save them, I would have been on the low end of that guessing number. Yeah. I did like too, though, when they heard that alarm. Brian's trying to be like, it could have been Phil. Phil just could have been goofing off yeah. and like open the back door, like trying to rationalize and, and then yeah. the screaming starts and they're like, all right, no. Yeah. So I will say book two takes place at like a Snowden hotel. Mm-hmm. So Phil, I had completely forgotten about and he shows up in book three and I was just like, who is Phil? And 
That was such a big part of big book one. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm really glad I reread this because otherwise. It's Brian's best friend. I guess like, Brian. Yeah. Like, I got new best friends now. Sorry, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I am interested to see in book two because, um, I, I mean, as you could imagine, this traumatic event binds these three kids together. They're now good mm-hmm. friends at the end. Um, I'm curious to see if Brian lets Phil pick on Coco or, you know, anything like that. I, I'm that feeling like he won't. And I'm hoping we get to see him shut that shit down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. And I, I really like at the end, they all still kind of do their own thing. Like, mm-hmm. Brian is not suddenly part of the chess club. He was out playing hockey. But, like, right. they're all coming together. And it's right. also not giving um, crush vibes anywhere. I got crushed Which vibes was... from Brian. I did too. You did? Okay. Yes. When he I didn't. Did he save the, the her teacher... seat on the bus? He told a hundred percent. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, he did yeah, save yeah. her seat. And when he told the principal that um you like you can't pursue this course of action if I, <laughs> yes. the star witness, am not willing to cooperate or something like like law and yeah. order speak. And I was just like, And okay, he was like, I What? Like I not... got you out of trouble. And she's right. like, uh, she's Why? like why? Because I'm a girl. That's sexist. And he's like, what? Right. <laughs> like, like, he thought this was going to go a different way. He thought, I was right. doing a good thing here. Yep. Just and when she asks like... him if he saved her a seat, he turns red. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. true, yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I took it as more of, like, he knew he was doing something wrong and appreciated. Didn't want her to get in trouble for, like, calling him out, essentially. But you're I right. That I the turning red, a... the saving seats. Yeah. I don't know if that I'd put it on a sixth grade boy to be that self-aware. To, yes. I was about to say, that may be an adult talking and not right. sixth grade. Right. Yep. That's uh, literally one of my notes. He has a crush on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Fair. I just so, hope it's not like, because Coco triangle. drew that. Pi- yeah. I don't yes, want that. Yeah. No, no I, I definitely don't, don't get those vibes. Okay. Um, I do wonder what this radius is because they do go back in time essentially what or or it's like a time suck kind of thing because they talk to the the school teacher Mm -hmm. and or no i'm sorry not even the school teacher they first talk to the mother of caleb and jonathan yeah Mm -hmm. as she is waiting for them to come home and at no point do they find it weird that she's saying things like that her kids go to school and also work but i guess if you've got other Uh, kids working on a farm Coco's from the city. That should have been weird to her, but she yeah. was too. Yeah. I think like, oh, we're inside. Coco's like the elements, finally, yeah. Food yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. But Brian did pick up on when they go into that house. She says her name is Kathy. Is it Webster or Weber? Webster. Webster. Mm-hmm. Webster. And he picks up on the name. Coco doesn't. Uh, Ollie obviously does because she doesn't sit down. She's Ollie's like, oh guard. no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Get out, get out, get out. She's like, there's no road into this house. There's no electricity. Ollie's like, yes. this messed up. But I was like, I was like, Ollie, tell them about the food. Tell them know, about yeah, the food. Watch. Oh no! Don't and then let them this. take a bite. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and then to have the worry of like, we ate that food. Are we stuck? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was a good question to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I think Brian asked that question. Yeah, because Coco was like, no, I think I spit it out. I think I got enough mm-hmm. of it out. We're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the two scarecrows pop up in the windows and... <sighs> Fucking scarecrows. <laughs> scarecrows are the worst. 
there. Oh, let's also go back to like this is that's the next day. The first night after they're in the woods, they mm-hmm. see the words "We see you" painted on the trees. Yep. I was like, nope, yes. nope, nope. And the scarecrows I... have paintbrush hands. Yes. yes. <laughs> I said to George, I was like, I think these scarecrows are alive, and I think they're the people. Like I explained my theory, and then I made some type of sound. He was like, Was your theory confirmed? And I said, No. And then I kept reading. I got to that, and I was like, It's confirmed. <laughs> they're doing it. <laughs> I appreciate how much George lets you talk about your books. Like, I think that's wonderful. Because I like, I have like verbal, if I'm not out, like, well, sometimes on the train, I used to have verbal reactions, (laughs) like (laughs) gasp, you know, trying not to cry on a train. Um, But especially in the comfort of my own place or whatever, like I will. And then it's like, I need to talk it out. I need to get my theories out there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. They hide in a cave after some discussion. I don't know what's in the cave can't be worse than what's that's out where here. i would have had a hard time it's a dark Going space a it's a yes. cave bugs however i like to think if i was being traced chased by scarecrows i would get my I ass in, in, in the cave, cave. oh yeah. 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 yeah 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 i would just probably stare at the floor until i fell asleep to not look around in case there was something near me yeah <laughs> yes. um after they meet caleb and jonathan's mother they take off and find another house which i do find it strange that her mom tells them to go inside that house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i like to meet beth and understand like why this book exists and why they're able to find a way out but man that house is creepy too yeah 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 and yeah. um when after ollie talks to beth and realizes they've got five minutes left they have to get into yes. a small hidden space she goes downstairs and the living room is filled with smoke, smoke. and she's like this is why we don't build fires in other people's homes that we don't know uh-huh because <laughs> she did try to say she said guys if thing- careful yes mm-hmm. if it's clogged you could burn the house down oh. like if the, yeah. the chute is clogged um but yeah but Brian's oh trying to i look also like coco like it was sweet. i know she was cold she doesn't have yeah. wool socks he's the one who tells her next time wool socks oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. these don't work up here <laughs> yeah. um i also liked when they have to cross i think it's that day to get to the house they have to cross that like kind yes. of busted down bridge oh, type of mm-hmm. thing I like that Ollie's got a fear of heights. She gets a little, she gets like, she's paralyzed with fear at one point. And Ollie is the one who, damn it, Coco. Coco is the one who comes back yep. to help her get across. Like, Coco really comes through yeah. with her, yes. her rock climbing skills and yep. her, yeah. her Calm, not afraid of heights. Voice. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not that Brian went off ahead, but I'm just like, I like that. Cause Coco could very easily have been the damsel in distress that the two of them yes. had to keep alive together. Mm-hmm. She could have been the and death of the not. group so easily. Yeah. I I like Coco a lot because I feel like Ollie is understandably uh, not an easy person to try to befriend right now because of what's going on with Ollie. And that's understandable. But Coco and Coco is new to town and has no friends and is kind of an easy target for these kids to pick Mm -hmm. on her. And um, when Ollie first describes Coco, she's like, Coco makes it easy for people. Like, and, and things like that. And Ollie's like, well, I threw the rock because I don't like, I don't like bullying. I don't, I didn't like that. But not yeah. to specifically try to help or befriend Coco. Right. And um, it's just, and Coco, but Coco is so, so persistent. Coco's mm-hmm. like, yes. I've got to be your friend. And it's so yeah. cute and sweet. And like, Coco says, um, before all the, the nightmare stuff starts, 
Coco's like, why don't you have friends? Is it because your mom died? <laughs> yeah. And oh, oh woo. Coco. That doesn't but then go she, over well. she she realizes she has right. uh woo. Really she tries to apologize to her. She does really try to apologize. Yeah. And that I think that's probably part of why she follows Ollie into the woods. Mm-hmm. She's like, I gotta I gotta go. I gotta make this yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's also like very forgiving. Mm-hmm. Like she could very easily just be mean to Brian or very, or right. even just like suspicious of Brian. And yet yeah. is a hundred percent on board. They all have to be part of this partnership. And yep. that never changes. Yeah. Coco and is what we should strive to be. Yes. <laughs> when they find the scarecrow that looks like this. So my other theory, the theory about the, the scarecrows being someone when that got confirmed, when they saw Phil mm-hmm. and Brian's like, no, this, this, this is how his hair is, his clothes, everything. And Brian's, like, freaking out. This is his best friend. Mm-hmm. And Coco's and Ollie's trying to say, we'll, we'll help them, we'll save them. And Coco, even though Phil was making fun of her and, like, making her cry in front of all the kids the day before, she's like, no, we will. It's going to be fine. Like, she's yeah. very sincere in that. Yes. <clears throat> like, I would be petty and be like, well, he could stay a scarecrow. Like, oh, he but... could stay a scarecrow. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Maybe Coco. that's why you shouldn't tease Sweet people, Coco. you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They run into a barn to find a small space for the night and um, get try to get up to the hayloft, which is when Coco, you know, essentially just parkours. Scales the walls. Yeah. yeah. Where she really shines. She just scales yeah. that thing. Yeah. Gets that ladder down for them. Like, doesn't complain about the splinters even once the other two are up there. They're just sitting there like, okay, we're here. We've, we've done a small space. We've done it. Um, and then yeah, the scarecrows. Coco. We find out the scarecrows can talk. Oh yes, when they were talking to Phil, I forgot that part too. Yeah, but then like the actual Phil is still in there, mm-hmm. and I think it's Coco that points that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're able to get I some also... sleep. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Was I love that? Like they're like, all right, we're gonna take shifts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. these, like, as an adult, I'd have a hard time with this. But these kids, like. Ollie starts to get tired, so she wakes up Brian. And then in the morning, she's being woken up by Coco because it was clearly her shift after Brian got tired. I'm like, good for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good for you guys. Because <laughs> as an adult, can I trust somebody to stay awake? Can I trust you know, myself to stay awake? Like, that too. Nope, my body hurts. I'm out yeah, in these elements myself. and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Plus, like, no light. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to preserve their phones. They keep turning them off. <clears throat> I'd be like flashlight on the whole time. But then again, you're looking at scarecrows. Yeah. Also not great. (laughs) But at least like, because they knew they couldn't climb. So they knew they'd be safe up there. Mm -hmm. Um, My concern though was how, how are they going to get down? Because they kick the ladder so that the scarecrows can't even try it. Um, And the ladder breaks. I'm like, I, Coco's going to climb down in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. But they find the tree. Yeah. And... I appreciate that Ollie, like, either truly has gotten over her fear of heights or is able to convince herself, like, mm, this is a scary situation. Yes, I'm in a high tree, yeah. but we got to get shit done. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Brian and, and Coco kind of like them being like, yep, we're going to do this kind of helped yeah. ground her. And that, mm-hmm. yeah, we have to do this. This is this. We don't have a choice. Yeah. And once um, we're down on the ground, we're in the daylight. It's fine. Let's go. Yes. They also learned from Beth and Phil um, that the smiling man, like, looking into him as he smiles, that's how mm-hmm. they became scarecrows. 
and that there's a corn maze and essentially they need to get to the middle of the corn maze. Mm-hmm. Did either Which, of you see... I don't remember the name of it. It's a Netflix original based on, I believe, a Stephen King mm-hmm. novel where they're in the corn in the and they're grass. jumping up. Yep. Oh. That's what it was. Yep. I, I, I haven't watched it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's okay. I was like, please attach yourselves to each other. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's okay. But yeah, like I, corn mazes are terrifying. I've only done one or two. And like one of them I know was not lit and it was night. And I was like, mm, I don't like this. Mm. I'm not loving this. Yeah, a dark corn maze is mm, You just challenge yourself. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> I want to do like wrong. a big, I've done like the little kid ones, you know, mm-hmm. at like McCray's Farm. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> where I've done a lot of my corn mazing. Yeah. Uh, have you gone to Mike's Maze? No, but I feel like we talked about that one and George and I were like, yeah, we want to do it. And then that maze sounds happened. awesome. Yeah. I don't know if they're, I think they are opening for this new season coming up uh but they do a, a, a crazy maze every year mm-hmm. that's like in the shape of something yeah. i think last well, year it was like elaborate. the word love um oh, cool. or they'll do like a person like the, the yeah. face of somebody it's very cool and um i like it because they started to do like more adult nights where they would have wine tasting throughout the oh. maze or like uh, a local brewery would be there right. and they'd have that sort of tasting and like you would stop as okay. you progress through the maze Get my I cider like donuts okay. and some wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. My kind of night. <laughs> yep. I just, I remember doing one where it was like, the way to get through is you had to know Bible stuff. And I was like, mm, nope. I oh. don't know any. I'm going to be stuck nope. in this maze, I guess. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Once we get past how many days did it take? I'm like, ah, after yep. that, nope. I don't know. Seven. Yep. That's it. Well, no, six. Fuck. <laughs> <Seven> <laughs> you rested. And then you rested on, yes. Oh, damn it. Oh. Be like, I guess God wants me to stay in this maze forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> no, still not going to church. <laughs> do they have like stuff like what do they do for Halloween in Arizona? Because I just feel like everything's yeah. dry and dead. Oh, they do have haunted houses out here. Okay. That I was, good. I mean, I couldn't, like I came here in October, but yeah. everything was still like closed down, you know, so yeah, nobody right. was like really open. But I am curious about some of their haunted houses. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll experience. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you'll have to report back. Yeah. I, I really just want to go back to Massachusetts for, for October. Yeah, just so. for the month. This is where I vacation my October, my birthday month. Yeah, I just come back to Massachusetts. Yeah. Although I'll be there in September because I'm going to... Well, I'm going there and then I'm going to Disney for Halloween is what. Is what. But, not, but not like Halloween, Halloween, but in September to avoid the crowds. Is the best. <laughs> but we'll still get the, the Halloween experience. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing. So we have Netherworld down here, which is. Oh, like, yeah. Hmm. I've heard because yeah. Travel Channel does like all these specials on different haunted houses. And Netherworld yep. is one I always hear about. It is one serious. of the top five in the country. You yep. have wow. to be like an actor with a resume. Like a lot of Walking Dead people work there during the off seasons. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So, yeah, we didn't do it last year. Terrifying. <laughs> but I, I am excited. And then I have a friend who runs haunted houses. So we're actually going to go and hopefully work one. Oh, that's uh, cool. This year. Yeah. I worked like because so my sister's early November birthday. So we did a lot of haunted houses for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. So I am excited. to. We did Salem a lot because of Victoria's birthday. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Salem all the time, every year, yep. year after year. And <laughs> yep. now when I go back, I'm like, well, this is kind of disappointing. This isn't what it was. It, I like that when I went several years, like, like a, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I went to Salem before the time I went a few years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, the voice in the Wish Museum is the exact same. I'm like transported <laughs> back to the 90s, Tori's birthday. <laughs> Salem question. Do you remember us ever going into an actual village-like area in Salem? Like a recreation of the past? Not like the houses, not the museum. But like a little, little functioning, not functioning, but like made to look like it's functioning little village. No. I don't think we've ever went. And it exists. And I'm like, well, how what? have we never been? Wow. We did the witch museum. Yep. We I did the There was a pirate museum. museum. Pirate museum. Wax museum. Didn't do that one. <laughs> now I need to go back to Salem, apparently. Yes. Yeah, because I, I want to check out that little little yeah. area with the village yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I don't even, I have no memory of that. I no, I don't either. I don't think so. I also recently watched uh, Practical Magic again, so I'm like, Oh my god, I just watched oh. Practical Magic. Yes. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, do I like this? I do. Yes. It's enjoyable. Yes. There's Midnight something Margaritas. nostalgic that I like a lot about it, but like mm-hmm. there's also something I don't like. I don't, mm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Nicole Kidman. She kind of annoys me in it, and I feel yeah, bad. That's fair. I'm like, Nicole, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, Let I me just go watch fair. Moulin Rouge and redeem this I relationship. I love Moulin Rouge so much. <laughs> oh, so good. So our kids get separated in the corn maze. Yes. Which is my, bit, my like, feet. Because I was like, you can't go far from people no. in this corn maze. because You have to hold hands the whole time. You have to. Mm-hmm. This isn't like... A made for kids to go through corn maze where it's nice and wide and you can see everybody. Yes. <laughs> like, <sighs> but I also loved though that when they got separated, Ollie starts to panic. Feels very real. Mm-hmm. And when she finally stops panicking, because she's remembering the advice from her mom to mm-hmm. just if you're ever lost, don't panic because that's gonna make things worse. Yeah. Right. She's able to find her bearings and like the watch also helping helping guide her too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never get rid of that watch. Right. Um, she also stumbles that watch gets across passed down through the family. Yes. <laughs> right. She stumbles across the bus driver and his natural friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love that they've bonded over <sighs> her giving him food. Mm-hmm. Got a bargain for it. Yeah. <laughs> but when she realizes it, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely. dog like creature. He's got to come back at some point. I mean, yeah. he has to because at the very end, Seth is like, you're going to need me for something. So call my dog or my yeah. hound by his name or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little nervous for what that's yeah. going to bring. So, yeah. Yeah. But oh. um, I like Ollie. So Ollie gets to the middle and the smiley man's like, I can let you leave with four people. And that can be any four, <sighs> four people. Lives. Four lives, but you know your mom being one of them, and that one. Oh, Ollie having this moment, just this like this constant thing of just being like, to uh, towards Linda of like you losing your farm is nothing like me just giving up the fact that I could have my mother right. again. Uh huh. <laughs> when she that's like yes, you should have said that to her face. Go find her. Right, right Linda. Linda needed to get some get told. 
yeah. or to get some, some something like because right. oh my god linda you really bargained yes. for lives with the fifth grade class that you do yeah. not know yes. for your farm for, for your, your farm. farm so you don't go to jail for your haunted linda. ass farm linda what is this what <laughs> yeah yeah I but yeah when Seth... what happens to linda she I know. I'm curious if Linda she... will show back up in the series because I want to see know. her get some, like her come up it. Yes, right, hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Like... But uh, when Seth offers her mom, I'm like, oh my god! And then we hear her mom calling yeah. out to her, and we don't see her. I'm like, I, I guess. But then I was like questioning, can he? Like, because I don't think that she died. Mom died question. on the farm, no. so I was really curious mm-hmm. if he could do it if she didn't die in the farm. But who knows? Because she, well, we we were hearing her mom's voice. But then mimics exist, Ollie being hmm? mimics exist. That's true. Mm-hmm. True. But um, Ollie being incredibly, incredibly brilliant. Just I was so like, this is this is amazing when he um, says she can take Brian and Coco. She's like, I don't want them. They're annoying. I want those two and they're scarecrows. You promised me for a live. So how do I get them back? Because I mm-hmm. want those two brilliant <laughs> yep well played ollie yep she's given all the answers of how to get out which she had the watch so she didn't really need that and then how right. to turn her friends back into humans mm-hmm. amazing right. which the the water being the the key because there was something about that clue about when the mist turns to rain yeah mm-hmm. that yeah it's like i i don't get what this means and then of course it made sense at the end like, the, the uh, rain the water right. okay. yeah um i also like that she's Basically, we weren't Linda's to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Linda had some nerve. Yeah. Linda had the audacity of Linda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this white Vermont woman. How dare. Mm-hmm. Right. How dare you, Linda? <laughs> Betting these kids' lives so that she doesn't lose a farm. Or go to jail. Linda, Except, do your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to know what, because when they eventually, when she, tri- she outsmarts Seth. But he mm-hmm. says that she's going to need him and call the hound by my by his name. Mm-hmm. Um, when they get out of the corn and Linda's there and she's told the truth. Um, the part where we find out that she does disappear before her trial or whatever. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's right either on she? <laughs> the farm in that time vortex or mm-hmm. she made a deal. I think she made a deal. Probably. She probably bargained some, like, the fifth grade class is right. She's going to go down the <laughs> line. <laughs> We need to have my cellmate. younger kids in the hopes yeah, that they're yeah. not as smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta go way younger. Get those dumb yeah. kids. <laughs> yep. But I do genuinely love the fact that this isn't, um, time is actually lost. Like the parents are there. Mm-hmm. They are freaking, freaking out. out. Yeah. Which like, that's going to have repercussions. Yeah. Guess what? My kid's not participating in anything. Or if you yes. do, I'm going to be like Will Byers' mom in Stranger Things, and I'm picking you up and dropping you off for yes. everything. Yes. And if you're not there, and I find out you were, like, you told me you were somewhere, but you're actually at the mall, you're grounded. Like, we're not playing these games. <laughs> Wherever. Right. Nope. Guess what? Now you need to go nowhere. Here's the living room. Yes. That's where you get to go. <laughs> I I teared up when she runs to her dad, yeah. you know, the big mm-hmm. hug at the end, and it's just so sweet. Yeah. She also kind yeah, of, I ha- like, accepted, you know, like, it's time to move on, kind of, and, like, yeah. her dad's not the bad guy. Not that he was, yeah. but, like, he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
when um back in the corn maze when we start hearing her mom's voice out loud this was one of my reactions to george was oh my god is this middle grade book gonna make me cry if we had seen her mom if her mom showed up and then she made the choice like i don't as we discussed last time megan i don't really cry at books cemetery boys Mm -hmm. did me in recommend to everybody if her mom had shown up it would have been it for me yeah i don't know if she could have made the decision yeah if her mom was was there and she saw her maybe she might have been like you know what this is an illusion mm-hmm. maybe my mom but... is here in this watch like i think it would have been like yeah. just so it much harder mm-hmm. yeah and if she didn't have that watch i think it would have been mm-hmm. much much harder oh yeah. yeah um so where do you think the next book's gonna go well i read the synopsis <laughs> <laughs> what did the I was like i need this say? It said that now best friends, Brian, Coco, and Ollie, (laughs) their parents take them all on a weekend uh, skiing trip. And then I think they get snowed in and the power goes out. And then Mm -hmm. there's maybe some ghosts and a ghost hunter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I had read about the ghost hunter. I was like, (laughs) ghost hunter? Right. I read the first chapter of the next book. Is that what? what, Yeah. I think I read the first chapter. And um, I liked that we were getting uh, a little bit of Coco's perspective. Yes. Oh, that makes me happy because I love that. Like you were saying, Megan, at the end, when we see the kids in like, you know, a little bit more time has passed. um, Brian's still playing hockey. He's not part of the chess club. But now Ollie and Coco are part of the chess club. And Mm -hmm. Ollie doesn't win that final match. Coco does. And she's like so excited for her friend to have beat her in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was so such a sweet moment. Ollie's excitement for Coco winning. Yes. She's like, but rematch. But you <laughs> won. Yeah. <laughs> and also the class is cheering them on. Like, it's. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, yes. it's a good And she moment. invites. Yes. And then when they run into Brian after his practice, she's like, oh, yeah, dad said he's making this if you want to come over for dinner. Like, they clearly like, this yeah. is like a good, solid friendship. Like. Yeah. yeah. Even though I still friendships. think Brian totally has a crush on her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then in the next book, they're all vacationing together Mm -hmm. at the ski lodge. I'm curious to see in that ski lodge how much the adults see, because obviously there were no adults except for the Mm -hmm. bad guy and the teacher Mm -hmm. who went off to try to find help. Um, I'm very curious to see if they're snowed in together, how much Mm -hmm. the parents are going to be involved in these happenings. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't going to reread the second one, Mm -hmm. but now I'm like, I got to do it, because like... (laughs) They're so good. They're just so wonderfully yeah. yes. atmospheric. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, make some hot chocolate, turn the AC up real high. <laughs> right? Make some hot chocolate. Get a blanket. Snuggle in the blanket. <laughs> it's 90 degrees today. And I like that, that each, like each book is, like, going to be a season. Like, oh, man. Yes. Yeah, I'm ready to experience winter. Like, just get my blanket and my hot cocoa, like you said. Yep. I'm going to reread yeah. this one and Put get on a pumpkin a candle. Put on a crackling yes. fire playlist. Yes. Oh, so, there you go. The got set the tone. The third one is spring, obviously, and like where I am, they're on a boat. That's all I know. Okay. There's some mist rolling in, and I was like, okay. Mm, nope, I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> mist is never a good sign. Never signaling nope. something. No. Nope. Not at all. Mexican Gothic also taught me that. Yeah. <laughs> mist is bad. Mist is Fog, bad. mist, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Where you can't see, it's bad. Yes. Yep. 
I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It's I, I love middle grade horror. I think it is a weird genre that works because you're not trying to put a hidden message behind the horror. Mm-hmm. We've it talked just, so much about that. Like, yeah. give me my straight up, you know, Fear Street, Evil Spirit, classmates yes. murder another classmates stuff. This one we had Scarecrows doing some things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually have a Stephen King book because they're making a movie out of it or a TV show. Oh, I think I actually just let it go because I was like, I don't actually want to read Stephen King right now. <laughs> I just don't like Stephen King. Yeah, it was um, The Talisman. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, I don't need. Is it a ghost or is it my abusive right. father? Right. I don't need allegories. <laughs> I don't need messages about being shitty parents. I also yes. don't need raging misogyny. Now I've mm-hmm. moved on to his son, yes. Joe. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, one other thing from the very beginning um, Ollie has a book, and I can't remember what the book was called. But the main character is a guy and she's enjoying it, but she really wishes that someone other than like, there might have been a damsel in distress and the boat is named mm-hmm. after a woman, mm-hmm. that there were more women in the book. And I was like, yes, Ollie. I was yes. like, yeah, that was nice. I was like, yes, Ollie, let's acknowledge this. Yes. Yep. Uh, I felt just in general, like, um, like Ollie acknowledging like a moment like that. All the characters kind of defy stereotypes and work against yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. what people would think of them. And that was yeah. just really nice. And it yeah. was like, it was not like pushy. It was just how, no, the, uh, yeah. how people are. It was very yes. nice. Yeah. yeah. We didn't really like dive into it, but Brian with his, his first aid kit, mm-hmm. he yes. makes the offhand comment about being an Eagle Scout, but that's not what you think of when you think of like jock no. hockey players. So exactly. Ollie just is like, okay, whatever. But then when he pulls out the first aid kit, it's like, oh, okay, you are a Boy Scout Eagle something. Like you, you yeah. like clearly have some like you read you have dimensions Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yes he is not just a dumb jock right but they i like that they are able to tease each other about this like Mm -hmm. at the end there is a comment essentially that is that like hockey players don't read and he's still teasing coco for being so small and Mm -hmm. getting confused with a puck and (laughs) It's a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Olipop, which is a Olipop. cute name. Olipop. It is. Yeah. Oh, it is. The other thing about Ollie where her mother called her Olivia, mm-hmm. and then after her mom dies, she doesn't let anybody else call her that. That yeah. also felt, like, real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much the so. Wait, is like, hold on to those memories. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into what we're reading next, what are we going to read between episodes? I mean, require me to know. Oh, I do know what I'm reading. You do? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I can start if I need. Um, Dead voices, because I I was like, I need this. Bought it. Got it. Ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try to try to get through the rest of what I have of this series. Um, But I started. Oh, God. Now, as soon as I said that, I totally blanked on the name. Tokyo Ever After, which is Princess Diaries. But Japanese. Oh, ah, okay. And the cover is gorgeous. Nice. It's like this pretty blue, this pretty artwork. Like, just look it up. But yeah, it mm-hmm. is essentially like, I mean, I don't know anything past that. I think I've read two chapters of it, but I was like, done. I bought it the day it came out. It's like, there are no other selling points needed. Nice. Ooh, this is a gorgeous cover. Right? Yeah beautiful this is a very pretty blue <laughs> yeah uh and i'm also going through the save the cat series which is 
oh. about writing novels and screenplays yeah. and things like that. Save the cat. Save the cat. <laughs> that's my that's my tone for all screenwriting. Like all those books, I'm like, oh, those you know, books that teach you things. <laughs> I agree, um, but I've had some really bad. I writer's use them, block. but <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've had some really bad writer's block for about a year, which, like, shocking COVID, huh? Um, yeah, yep. And everybody swears by Save the Cat. So I was like, we'll fine, I will try it. And <laughs> it so far hasn't told me anything new, but it has reshaped some things in ways that I'm like, okay, I can start thinking about writing again. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. that's good that it's helpful in that way. Yeah, I haven't started the screenplay one yet. I don't, we'll see how that one goes. But um, what about you, Tori? Are you going to read anything before you come back? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, I gotta, I gotta read one of my, my own scripts because it needs editing. So that's <laughs> okay. the next thing I'm gonna read. But then I'm eventually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this book. I'm gonna read uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism, which Steph gave oh. me for Christmas, and I haven't I read it yet. Book. It's so good. <laughs> I love that book. I love that so author. It, yeah. It gives me like Jennifer's body uh, yes. kind of vibes. And I'm like, oh, I know I'll, I'll probably like it. I'll yeah. probably like it. I'll probably. I keep saying that. I'll probably like it. Because I've seen uh, a movie that the author, he wrote the script for. Which and movie? I did not like it. Oh no! <laughs> it what was, movie was um, it? Uh, it was on. I watched it on. What's that? Um, the horror uh, uh, streaming app. Oh, um, I know which one, which one you're talking about. I used to have a subscription to it. Yeah. Me too. Shutter. Shutter. Okay. Um, and it was uh, about a pizza girl. She's delivered. She's a pizza delivery girl, and okay. she goes to deliver a pizza at a mansion. And, uh-oh, it's uh, a satanic cult in the mansion, and they're doing a human sacrifice. And they want to sacrifice the pizza girl. And this sounded so good. I was mm-hmm. excited to watch it. sounded like exactly what I wanted. And then it was just like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Damn. Just took some turns. Really? I don't know. I thought it could have been tighter story-wise. But... Interesting. Yeah. I've read... I think all of his books at this point. Mm. He did horror. Got to check out that Pizza Girl movie. I can't remember. <laughs> I am going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. So he did horror store, which is essentially IKEA, but mm-hmm. if IKEA also was the entrance to a hell dimension, which I still need to read that one. Oh, it's so good. And then my best friend's exorcism. We did. We sold our soul. Been- there it is. We sold it. Yeah. I was trying to think of the name the entire time because I think of that book every time I have to like accept conditions. Right. On anything. <laughs> it's so um, good. <laughs> and then last year he released the Southern Vampire book. Which yes. I also something have. Like that. You also have, have that, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> that one was not my favorite of his, but I enjoyed it. Um, and he then his next one. Yeah. He, yeah, he's got one coming out. The final girl support group or something. Yes. I'm yeah. interested oh, in that one. Yeah. 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 I like his stuff, but especially horror store. And I feel like my sister or my sister, my best friend's exorcism, both start where you're like, oh, this is going to be campy. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, I'm actually terrified. Hang mm. on a second. Like, yeah. This, yeah. This took I a think, turn. 
I haven't read Horror Story, but my best friend's exorcism with the cover, too. You kind of think this could be like yes. campy fun, not like super scary. But then like it is. And there's also like a super gross. I can't say, but I think mm-hmm. Megan will remember the super gross mm-hmm. like ah, thing that mm-hmm. like I'm like, good on you for writing this because I'm grossed out. Yes. <laughs> Which I know yes. was the point. <laughs> and then I feel like We Sold Our Soul was not campy at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But it was very, was very dark. good. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. When you hope eventually I get, get to, to it. it. Yeah, I hope you get to it. I hope you enjoy. I'll get there. Yeah. I keep trying to push Horror Store onto people because we were talking about going to Ikea this week. Um, mm-hmm. Because a friend of the podcast, Tim, was buying bookshelves. And so we saw Army of Dead last night. And the original plan was to go to Ikea right before closing and then go see this movie. And I was like, absolutely not. Because I've read Horror Store. <laughs> No, that's how you get sucked into a hell dimension. No, mm-hmm. I am not joining the, the nice, beehive. Brightly lit day. Yeah, no. <laughs> also, IKEA is where you go to test friendships. No, like, <laughs> no. Josh and I have done that once or twice, and like that's why Josh is my best friend because we survived IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might be going to an IKEA. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, like area rugs but like i think ocean state is having a sale i never think of ocean go state. to ocean state ocean state what is, is the ocean best state? i miss ocean state is a magical store that ocean state job lot. uh is only on the east coast right okay. yeah probably if it's called ocean state <laughs> yeah. but um they have everything they've got furniture they have rugs they have clothes they have yep. food they have yes. how would you describe it it's like a discount but like yeah it's kind of like kind Target of in terms of everything it has, but it's yeah. definitely more affordable for mm-hmm. certain things. So and they'll they're get having things a sale on rugs. from other places, like department stores, that it's okay. just ended up at, o- at Ocean yeah. State. It could definitely be one of those things where if you wait, it may not be there or coming back if you yeah. don't okay. buy the thing that you want that day. Mm-hmm. And I always forget about them because it's not like... I don't know, it's not top of mind. There is literally one three miles away. So mm-hmm. I get those like weekly mail flyers that just... Mm-hmm come in everyone's mailbox so I happened to look through I was actually looking for like lobster sales from the grocery stores and then I saw Ocean State and I was like oh let's just look through and see what they have Mm -hmm. and they have a sale on rugs so we might go there but Ikea was on the list for rugs yeah yeah I think that 30 rock is where that joke comes from like Mm -hmm. when she's dating I think it's James by the time she is I don't know if it's when she's dating Matt Damon or James Morrison and they end up in an Ikea fighting. And she's like, what are oh. we even fighting about? But, like, that's that's what Ikea is. <laughs> yeah. That feels right. <laughs> um, okay. So we will continue our horror vibe going forward. Um, the next challenge prompt is to read an anthology that has been edited by a person of color. So we are reading Vampires Never Get Old, Tales with Fresh Bites, which was edited by Zoraida Cordova um, and has just a ton of great writers. I'm very excited to uh, get into another anthology because I think the only other one that I've done on the podcast was either your first or second episode, like way back when, when we did the fairies. Oh, that was so, that was like way that was Eliana's. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was wow. thinking about it last night. I was like, I don't think we've done a short story collection since. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it'll be fun. fun. We've done like we did like lots. Uh, we did do lot. I did forget about stories. lots. It's fresh in my mind because that was the next step when I went to try to find what Tori was going to read next from oh. the last episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Yeah. But this one, I think it's specifically a sci-fi fantasy anthology, right? Yes. So that's cool. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. I do know that um, at least one of the short stories in this is getting turned into a Netflix show. So Nice. Yeah. Just to continue our trend. That's what seems to happen. Yep. Yeah. With everything we read. <laughs> I saw a post from the author being on set uh, this week. So I was like, all right, well, nice. cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tori, thank you awesome. for coming back. Yes, Thanks thank for having you. me, guys. It's always so fun. And uh, coming on here, like I said, makes me read a book. So Yeah. Great Anytime time. you're feeling like reading, just let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do we work Grady Hendrix back into the, the challenge? Right. <laughs> The problem with him is that he is a white dude, and mm-hmm. that sucks. But I do like yeah. his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the internets? People can find me. Uh, go on over to socreateit. Um, it is a great screenwriting website, and I write blogs for them. I write some how-tos and uh, some thoughts about screenwriting and all sorts of stuff. So if you're into that kind of thing, go and check it out. I'm also on social media at, uh, at Victoria N. Lucia. Um, find me wherever your social media uh, is sold. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a little ass. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Have you ventured onto TikTok yet? I'm not on TikTok yet. I joke that when I join TikTok, it's going to be done because that's what happened with Vine. I joined Vine mm-hmm. and oh, Vine was no. done. You, I'm going to kiss the death of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. been trying to get Stephanie so, to join, so. I think about it. Hasn't it hasn't happened yet, but, but <sighs> it probably will at some point. Yeah, eventually. And, yeah. and then when it ends, you'll know, oh. Tori joined. Tori That's joined. when you joined. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're going to get a text from me like, did you do this? You killed TikTok? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, do you have anything to promote? Um, I don't this time. How about okay. you? Actually, no, no, I have not done anything extra <laughs> recently. Man, that kind of feels nice. Uh, I will <laughs> say, go check out our most recent episode of Minds at Yerk. It will come out the same week that this does. Um, friend of the podcast, Tim, wrote a short story um, to kind of in the same vein of the series that we just read the humanomorph series which is awful please don't go read that but go either read tim's short story which we will post or go listen to us talk about it because it's the first thing he's ever really wrote so nice yeah for him yeah he's finally got the writing bug we'll see if it lasts (laughs) (laughs) um as for judging book covers we are a part of the certain pov network please go Check out the website, certainpov.com, to find other podcasts, all of them super nerdy. Um, right now, Saturday Morning Confidential is back, and that one is a lot of fun. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JBC Podcast. We're not actually on TikTok, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, we will be back in two weeks with... 
our anthology. And until then, please keep supporting your local libraries or independent bookstores. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.